a lot of people are interested about their education. And uh, in a way, it's a good thing. And I want to say that sometimes a good education is really good thing, both for a, your CV and for, let's say, your personal betterment. But there is such a thing as saturation of a particular market, and people go after that, the degree that teaches the skills that that market is needed. So there is such a thing as the need to stand out. So, Josh, I want to sell you a degree. Okay. Okay? You don't know what it is yet, but I want to say that it is guaranteed to make you stand out and actually become a spellbinding candidate for a particular position. I'm starting to, to make guesses at what this might be. Well, I think that basically if you think highly of the University of Exeter. I don't. Well, um, may, may, maybe it's good to keep an open mind. Yeah, I, I grew up near Plymouth and people from Exeter, it's like the next town over. And, you know, with the, the way that England is, the people you hate the most are the people in the town over, right? So basically, I want to sell you a degree in Islamic witchcraft. That sounds right up my street. Because imagine just your CV, how it would immediately stand out. You go for, a, let's say, a position in, in the top echelons of finance. Everyone has finance degrees. They, I think, they don't stand out. I think but that would you be, saw there on the, on the CV, you know, MA in Islamic witchcraft. It's like the best degree to intimidate people because... People who are scared of Islamists would be like, oh, he's, he's studied Islam, I don't know. People who are scared of magic for some reason, you know, is increasing because there's loads of new age nonsense about they, and people believe in that sort of thing. Are you sure it's nonsense? Yes. <laughs> um, but they might think, oh, they're going to cast a spell on me or they can combine the two and they're going to carry out some sort of magical jihad. But I still think that this would be good for you because you're our man of science, just, you know, cold reason, facts. It's good to keep an open mind and also good to regularly expose yourself to different views. So I have to suggest to you to do that this degree is a good opportunity because by learning Islamic witchcraft, you will immediately stand out. <laughs> you will get the combined... Yeah, airport security maybe. Yeah. You, you will get the combined wisdom of the east and west in just one ma now speaking of the wisdom of the east and west you could basically go to our website subscribe for five pounds a month month watch all our premium content and watch things like symposium 27 that we did with carlin bow on the epic of gilgamesh yeah this was a really interesting episode now let's go to the University of Exeter. I saw some articles about it and I thought that, you know, maybe they were misrepresenting what, what was going on. You know, maybe tabloid journalism. But it turns out they wasn't. They, they weren't. Now, it says here, impact of witchcraft and the occult feature in one of the UK's first postgraduate courses in magic. But the, the thing is, a postgraduate course may only be a year. So spending a year studying, you know, the sort of sociology and anthropology and, and theology, looking at things like witchcraft and, and Islam, you know, that, that might actually be quite a reasonable thing. And I actually think that this sounds genuinely interesting. I'm not even being yeah, that, facetious. I, mean, I, I, like, I would like to study this. So let, let's see. Let, let's, work, let's work together. 
and see and do our due diligence. It says an innovative new degree shows the history and impact of witchcraft and magic around the world on society and science. Academics with expertise in history, literature, philosophy, archaeology, sociology, psychology, drama, and religion will show the role of magic on the West and the East. These are some beautiful sentences. <laughs> because, I mean, it doesn't say... These people, they just keep it real. They don't say the impact of beliefs about witchcraft and beliefs about magic around the world. They say the impact that witchcraft and magic has had on the world. Well, the value of weird girls who spend too much time on Instagram and believe in magic, their money is still just as valuable as anyone else's. So I think selling it as, yes, you're going to learn magic, but not any, just any magic, Islamic magic, which is the most explosive of all. I don't know. It, it is not just Islamic magic, but I think it's done on the Institute of Arab and Islamic Studies. So I think that you should definitely go for the Islamic kind of witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. So here it's, I'm going to uh, turn my wife into a goat. <laughs> they the love one, that. It starts next September. So you have about a year to apply. And I'm, sure, I'm sure there will be a part-time option. I think that for people in the UK, it's, it's around 12,500 pounds per year. If you break it in, in two years, most probably you'll have time to do this and also pursue your other interests here. And I'd be able to go to my home county of Devon. The only problem is I'd have to go to Exeter of all places. Ugh. Well, uh, let me just also say this. Professor Emily Salove, who leads the course, uh, said... This MA will allow people to re-examine the assumption that the West is the place of rationalism and science, while the rest of the world is a place of magic and superstition. That's a proper straw man, <laughs> isn't it? What? Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm in a trolling mode. You know, I, I, I'm not going to take it seriously. It says, magic and the occult have been and remain an enormous part of Western culture, and it is foolish to deny this or to refuse to take it seriously. Rigorous study of these subjects allows to re-examine the relationship of humans to the natural world and of different human cultures to one another. And it is state, uh, staged here. It is housed in the Institute of Arab and Islamic Countries. We acknowledge the profound debt of Western culture and science to the Arabo-Islamic world, a history that has been erased in creating our false picture of the West as uniquely rational. This is the, the biggest straw man. But still, mm -hmm. anyway. It, I find it interesting that it's, it's housed in the Arab, the Arab and Islamic studies because most people who study that are Arab and Islamic, which is kind of strange. It's like people who are fluent in English studying English. And I take the uh, Hank Hill position of, you speak English. You don't need to study it. That, I mean, you can, you can probably learn you know, how to teach it to other people maybe a bit better and learn details about the linguistics of it, but really spending three years of your life, maybe even four, maybe even five, studying something that you're familiar with. Well, you get also plenty of good skills. Let me just say, um, the course will allow students to enhance skills, including creative thinking, mm -hmm. analytical thinking, because, you know, reading spells and stuff, it's difficult. It's not very easy. Of course. I've tried so myself. <laughs> Curiosity and lifelong learning. You learn curiosity. Resilience and also flexibility and agility. 
<laughs> well, the, to get into the, the Department of Islamic Studies, is there an obstacle course that you've got to get I don't into? know, but they're saying that <laughs> you will learn to be flexible and agile. Is that the, when you're running away from the all the jihadis is, that want to cut off your head is, for being a heathen? Is reason that? is an order. It, it has to do with order and structure. Magic is a bit more dynamic. So maybe at some point they won't be very adhering to the program, to the schedule, because all that is just reason and order. Just F that. Is this like um, African-American time? Is that a similar sort of concept? I don't know, but you will also learn to be agile by pursuing this degree. Because maybe, you know, casting spells. You've got to dodge them, right? You've got to dodge some spells, but also you need to do some weird stuff. More of that in a bit. Now, um, you will also work on your motivation and self-awareness. <laughs> like, you definitely need yeah. to work on your self-awareness. Say no to naysayers. Okay. Anyway, so it seems to me that this is a good degree. And uh, as uh, the leader of the course said, a recent surge in interest in magic and the occult inside and outside of academia lies at the heart of the most urgent questions of our society. Really? Decolonization, the exploration of alternative epistemologies, feminism, and anti-racism are at the core of this program. Oh, it got lame <laughs> so quickly. Sorry. <laughs> You'd slap the table there. No, it's just... No. <laughs> Now, there are some naysayers like Catherine Burble-Singe. I hope I pronounced it Burble-Singe, I think. She says, we have moved beyond the realms of lunacy, but I like looking at opportunities. I don't like looking at <laughs> negativity. I want positive stuff. So I still want you to not be disincentivized to pursue this degree because mm -hmm. there are plenty of reasons why. Because, of course, anti-racism and decolonization are just topics so close to my heart, you know? Yeah, so... So basically, what is going to happen? You're going to be a very spellbinding candidate. You're yes. going to have good skills that will be analytical. You will become flexible and agile. And also, I want to say, because I, I searched a bit the research output, there are plenty of good advice for sex. Yeah. So, for are, instance, are you suggesting I need that advice, Stelios? I don't that, know. Is that what I, you're implying? I, I I was searching at the publication and the comment and the comments and the articles, mm -hmm. and they found here. A, I found here a book. I think I, I will ask to review this book on a symposium. Most probably, <laughs> Carl will say no. It says the Sultan's sex position, sex potions, Arab aphrodisiacs in the Middle Ages, and I read here from the Amazon description. It says about. Um, wait, uh, far from being the pursuit of prurient pornographers, eroticism and sexuality received consider. sorry, um, it says it was devoted to aphrodisiacs as well as sexual stimulant practices and positions. So if you get good knowledge of um, witchcraft, you might have some lack with potions as well. Mm -hmm. So they should put it, this as an advertisement for their degree. You should do an Islamic sex potion review to let us all know, because we're all dying to know which um, Islamic sex potion is the best. <laughs> which one makes you the most potent, Stelios? The people yeah. need to know. And also, think of this. Sometimes, you know, competition is tough. Sometimes you have to get ahead of the curve. And, you know, even if you go to apply for a job and you will stand out by having an MA in Islamic witchcraft, but maybe. 
there will still be some doubts in the minds of the people who will interview you because maybe some other candidates will have good other degrees. But I have a solution. We see, we read here from the Sorcerer's Handbook, Med Medieval Arabic Magic in, cont in Context. This was actually funded by the Lever Hume Foundation. So those of you who were in academia or who still are and have your um, applications declined by Lever Hume fund funding, please watch this and just ask yourself, how is academia going? That's a rhetorical question. I know you can give the answer. It says here, the, this project focuses on a collection of magical texts attributed to an influential medieval scholar of the Arabic language. Anyway, that, that's, not, that's not what I had in mind, by the way. Mm -hmm. It says here, this is how I think you will be able to destroy competition. It says there, cauldron, when the moon descends in this mansion, take a copper pot and on the bottom engrave a peacock with its feathers spread and a snake in its mouth with three heads and a human head on its back. When you have done so and you want to remove a person's desire for food and bind him, I, I can't read afterwards, but it seems like there is plenty of advice for how to do voodoo against other candidates for application. So <laughs> this is a no-brainer. Definitely pursue this degree. Yeah, you can make them lose their desire for food and slowly waste away. <laughs> I think if you manage to meet them in the sort of interview hall before you go in, there should be enough time between the interview and when they make a final decision yeah. that starving them is going to make them weaker and then they're going to slowly fail. Maybe even if they get the job, they'll slowly waste away and then you can fly in on the coattails just like that last person was rubbish. They just started you know, becoming more and more skeletal and withering away and they yeah. got worse and worse in their job. And there is also an extra element of self-improvement in pursuing studies because some, you know, there are studies for that give you skills for a particular job, but there's also the element of self-betterment. And I have a picture of the future Josh that you can aspire to. All right, let's see it. This one. Oh, my nose is going to grow quite a lot and my teeth are going to get worse. This is uh, Josh pursu pursuing Islamic witchcraft. <laughs> I, I, I become is, yeah. uglier, but more powerful. Yeah. So well, I, I feel like that's a, a trade I'm willing to make. Look it, at that cauldron. In the world we're living, beauty is overrated. Power is what makes the world. If I can happen. shoot lightning out my fingers, I would do it without hesitation. That yeah. would be a worthwhile trade. I'll, I'll take the Palpatine trade. I'll have the wrinkly face if I get to shoot lightning. And just out of, out of curiosity, what would magic have to do with decolonization and anti-racism? Is just inclusive magic. Well, they're trying to say that everyone claims that, you know, Europe, you know, we, yeah. we were never wrong about anything ever. And all of the rest of the world, they're stupid. And that's what everyone thinks, isn't it? That no one ever, you know, says, talks about witch trials and um, sort of weird superstitions or mythology about weird creatures and things like that. That never goes on. We, nev we never talk about that in, but in Europe. It's fun that you have not only a degree in witchcraft, but also a woke degree in witchcraft. When they combine it with, because imagine how they would say, for instance, access to magic has been regularly denied to some people. <laughs> well, well do if you remember that is the case, then it is Westerners who have been denied access to magic. Mm -hmm. Do you remember um, a bunch of American witches 
um, were casting hexes or curses on Donald Trump. Yes. Um, I, I wonder if that worked. I'm sure all of the, the litigation going on towards him at the minute, that's a product of the witchcraft, isn't it? It's not, you know, politics, business as usual. But, but don't you know politics is downstream from magic? Magic is controlling everything. Yeah, and imagine that they had to fill some statements that, like, you have when you when you throw curses, the people, the the people you target with your curses need to be a diverse group of people. Yeah, you you've got to be in, in your maiming of humanity. You need to be diverse in your targets. You need to target everyone equally. Exactly. So that that's the issue. And also, there's the anti-racism bit. That you need to use this magic in order to ensure equal representation for all groups in the list of people who will target who will be targeted by. You've your got spouse. to think of the suffering and pain of George Floyd, as he was rather Freudianly calling for Mama, his girlfriend, yeah. um, when he was dying, and you use that suffering yeah. to generate power. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just say this: I think that it's fine to. You know, study stuff when they're talking about beliefs about witchcraft and and beliefs about magic. It's it's interesting, but it's really fun when they use factive language and they they don't talk about you know the impact that beliefs about magic had and beliefs about witchcraft had on society, which they did. But they're talking about the actual impact, which implies that they actually believe in magic and witchcraft. You would be amazed at the resurgence of this. Like it, it took me in, entirely by surprise. Um, that people genuinely believe in this stuff. I was just like, right, interest in it, in it for a sort of academic sake of, yeah, if someone brought me a book of magical spells, I'd probably read it. Yeah, I wouldn't believe it actually worked, but just how people approached it would be interesting to me. Yeah. And, you know, maybe there was, you know, some truth behind the myth, if you will, where they're combining certain ingredients and there is some sort of chemical reaction in a sort of alchemical chemistry sense and and just final point i think that uh, a lot of the time people are talking about a spiritual gap in the in the modern world you, you can say that there is but i i hardly think that magic and witchcraft is going to f- give anything other than the illusion of that gap being filled well I, i'm not one to uh, appeal to the good sense of all the religions of the world often but most religions view magic as bad at least most popular ones in the Western world. Well, certainly the Islamic world, I think it's punishable by death, isn't it? I don't know. Um, um, that's just me guessing, but it, it sounds about right. Therefore, it must be true. That's, that's how it works, isn't it? Thank you. So will you pursue this degree? Um, well, you had me with the magic part, the, 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 the potential to shoot lightning and all of that sounds great. Yeah. If I can, you know, levitate, Maybe control people's minds. I'm sure. I'm sure there will be something for that. I'm yeah. sure there will be. But you need to have some faith. That's the problem. Uh, but you know, if if it wasn't so woke, I w- I would actually be genuinely in favor of this. Like I, I think that if it's like a master's, you know, you've already done a degree in something a bit more general and applicable, and then you choose a specialization. And these sorts of master's courses, you know, may have an intake of like twenty people a year. Just, so it's not going to be like massive. It's not like the market is being oversaturated. But, but, yeah, but just... Then, sorry, I was just going to say that there actually shouldn't be cultural blind spots in academia. I, I support 
everyone investigating everything, but it's just about how you allocate resources. I think the fact that they're one of the few universities to do it, and it's probably going to be a very small course. Um, if you took all the woke stuff out, I would say, yeah, good. People still need to know about this stuff, right? People still need to take uh, broomstick riding lessons. Exactly, yeah. I mean, have you not seen Harry Potter? That documentary was great. If you appreciated that segment from the podcast of the Lotus Eaters, you can go to lotuseaters.com to get access to all the premium content that's on the site, such as the Contemplation series, this episode on right-wing wokeism, part one. If you'd like to find out what else is being put out, you can follow on Getter at lotuseaters.com on Getter. Thank you and goodbye. Mm-hmm.